Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Coach Dorsey, Mookie Arkins, Wellful Sports 1080. Good win yesterday. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Now, um, what, what, what made Josh ineffective in that first quarter? Um, I think, you know, just the flow of the game, kind of how it was going, you know, they're, they're, they're good defense, you know, and sometimes that stuff happens where it's, you know, you're just not, not clicking on all cylinders to start a game, but he was able to settle down and really kind of get things going as the game went on, which is what you, you know, what, what really good players do, you know, not, uh, you're not going to be perfect on every play and he understands that. And, you know, it, it's, it's good to, have a guy that that doesn't affect he'll keep firing he'll keep playing he'll keep you know uh keep us in games even though he might not be perfect to start the game no doubt coach and um when teams do get booked on you though how do you adjust to stay consistent as an explosive offense um i mean i think we can be explosive in a lot of different ways and i think you saw that whether it's the run game the pass game the um you know some gadgets whatever whatever it might be so i i feel like you know, explosiveness just comes from execution. If you execute, then you have a chance to be ex- explosive, no matter what, uh, you know, what the play call is. And, uh, and and I think that's what it comes down to more often than not. But you got some good balance, uh, 33 runs to 27 passes, single trade, five yards of carry, Cook career high, eight yards of carry. Would it be more emphasis towards the, to, towards the run the ball to balance out the offense? Uh, you know, at the end of the day, I think what, what our philosophy has always been here uh, since I've been here is we're going to do whatever it takes to win a football game, you know, that week. And that's, that's the only thing that matters. You know, it's a, uh, you focus on, on this day every day. You focus on this week every week. And that's all you can control. You can't control last week. You can't predict next week. So, you know, that's, that's our mentality. We're going we're gonna to focus on, hey, whatever we got to do this week to win a football game, whether it's run to pass, pass to run, personnel groups, whatever it might be. Um, you know, I think that's what, what uh, makes us difficult to defend at times is the fact we can, can be multiple and we can attack in different ways. Happy Thanksgiving, Coach. Good luck Thursday. Thank you. You too. Appreciate it. Hey, Ken, can, can you explain generally kind of the day-by-day schedule of how you take six days of game planning and jam it into three for a, a Thursday <laughs> game week? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a whirlwind, you know, so uh, – uh, I mean, honestly, right now you're chopping it a bit to get back to work, <laughs> but uh, oh, gotcha. know, yeah. no, no, I'm, I'm messing with you guys, <laughs> but no, it's a, uh, um, you know, it's, it's, it is, but you literally, I mean, you get on the bus, you start watching tape for the next week because as a, as a play caller, and then it's, it's good because I got a great staff and a lot of those guys were ahead of the game, uh, you know, starting, starting on Friday, Thursday of last week to get ready. No one was a short week. So we had a lot of prep ready to go we kind of hit the ground running. And then for me, uh, it's getting started really right after the game. So on the bus, on the plane ride home and all that stuff, you know, really get, get rolling on stuff. And then once I got back, just kind of more stuff and start putting it together, putting it together. And, um, you know, just 
do it that way and you just cram it all in in, in a tight spot. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's fun. It's a whirlwind, you know, you get to catch your breath when it's early. I'm not there yet <laughs> in terms of catching the breath, but, um, you know, it, it, it really is. It's, and, and honestly, a lot of it's just, okay, what, what can your guys handle? What can they, you know, what, what do you feel comfortable about them running? You know, and, and at times it might, it's going to be less about maybe attacking a defense and more about, Hey, we feel like uh, um, our guys are going to be good at this, no matter what looks they see. So um, I think that's part of it. It's that, that, that balance of having game plan specific stuff and uh, stuff that it's just like, Hey, call, run it and let's go. You talk a little bit about, you know, getting to work early on Friday, Saturday in this situation with the Friday, Saturday you just had where no one was at the facility. Some guys were out of power. Did that kind of put you a little further behind for a Thursday game? I mean, honestly, uh, uh, what, what helps you there a lot is, is the experience from the COVID year, to be honest with you, you know, the, the working from home and, and, uh, you know, bringing that stuff home and creating cutups at home and, and all that. So a lot of guys were able to take their work home and, and be able to start from there and, and get going and, and really not miss too much and, and really get ahead because, you know, we were limited in our meeting time with the players. So you could spend that time then a little bit more, uh, on the next week. So, um, you know, it hurt from the collaborative standpoint a little bit, um, but it helped guys, I think, individually uh, to get a head start. You know, for me, I wasn't uh, it, it, it wasn't something I wanted to I want. I didn't want to look ahead on a Friday to the next opponent. I really wanted to hone in on that week and then get started once the game was over. Awesome. I kind of appreciate taking us through that. Yeah, man. no problem. No Thanks. Problem. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hey, Ken, John, Warrow, AP. Hey, John, how you doing? Good. How? How beneficial, or I'm, I'm, I'm not saying you, you had any doubts with the running game, but how important was it to see the running game respond the way it did, especially with the passing attack struggling in the first half, and and, and to see the the ground game kind of like pick everybody up? No, I think it's great. Anytime you could establish the run and and uh, and and be effective there, I think it's important. I think it's great, and um, you know we're we're we always try to make sure we're, we're, you know, we're attacking a defense in multiple ways. And I think that's important, you know, I mean, yeah, there might be games we throw it more or whatever, but, you know, I think we always want to mix the run game in. And then it's the same thing for heavy run game. You Then you want to mix the, the pass in, you know, and so it's, it's always a, a balancing act. It's always a, you know, a, a dance kind of, a, of trying to, you know, make sure you're, you're keeping a defense off balance, whatever that combination might be. So it's good to see that. It's great to see those guys up front, um, taking pride in it, getting movement, um, creating those lanes for the runners and guys hitting the hole hard, making a guy miss a lot of times, you know, you, you can't block everybody a lot of times. So there's going to be times where you got to make somebody miss in a hole. And, uh, our guys were able to do that. And they, I thought the, they did a great job and a ton of credit to those guys up front, those five, you know, those, those linemen up front and the tight ends and, uh, Reggie at the fullback. I mean, all, all those guys I thought did a, a great job of battling and um, in circumstances where, you know, because of the the nature of the week, you can't always get all the reps. And um, because I, I, am, I, am I drawing maybe too much of a parallel or, or maybe there's not even a parallel, but um, g- give me a moment on this, but it seemed things, things sparked last year after halftime in the Tampa game. Um, where the ground game kind of got traction. Um, maybe it's too much to say or too early to say at this point, but could this be 
some have somewhat of a similar effect knowing that you game plan differently each time? Yeah. I mean, I'm, that's a good question. I, I don't know. I mean, you, you never really know because every year is so different, you know, and it's funny how uh, that game, it was a lot of RPO stuff and it was a lot of gives on RPOs that, that created lanes and stuff like that. And this game was a little bit less of that. And so, um, you know, it's, 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 I think it's, always good to have that weapon it's always good to have the um the ability to to be physical up front and let the guys come off the ball and, and do those types of things so um you know i think that's that's a it's a great question it's just you never know kind of how years unfold because every year is so different and the last thing is it just mere coincidence that devin's nickname is motor and he did what he did in motor city <laughs> i don't know but i i just I love, I love the, I love motor. I think he's, he's been doing it all year for us. You know, he's, he's been a guy all so consistent week in week out with running the ball, catching the ball out of the backfield, protecting for us. Um, you know, so he's, he's been there just consistently doing his job uh, effectively each and every week. And um, it's, it's great to see, uh, you know, James kind of uh, stepping in and continue to develop and continue as he gets more touches getting comfortable and, and being explosive as he is. And then uh, uh, mixing uh, Heinz in uh, as well in there. And uh, it's just a great group of guys that I think can be a, a, a dangerous kind of trio back there for us. Thanks, Ken. Yeah. Hi, Ken, um, you, you mentioned Naheem there. Um, where's he at in terms of working him into the offense? Uh, I know, obviously, you know, coming off of a week where James and, and Devin did a really nice job in the run game. Um, but I, I'm just curious, like we've been talking about him kind of getting up to speed on this. Where is he in your eyes and how much more is available um, to him in this offense here going into, I think it's his third or fourth game? Yeah, I mean, it's a really, uh, really crucial kind of balancing act a little bit because you don't want to disrupt um, uh, things that have been effective for you. You don't want to, you know, step outside of, of you know, things that you do well, but at the same time, you've got this great weapon uh, for you that you want to be able to take advantage of as well. Um, so, you know, we're, we're, we're balancing that uh, between not only him, but James and Motor and, and all those guys, you know, and, and then the weapons that we've got in the receiver's room as well as the tight end room. So it's a, it's a constant balancing act between, you know, making sure you don't go too far off the rails in one direction or the other. Um, and you're taking advantage of your personnel and, and you're being able to attack a defense in, in multiple different ways. And that's really what we're trying to do. We don't want to get lopsided. We want to be able to take advantage of Naheem as much as possible um, without losing sight of, of the other guys within the offense. There's been, um, fair or not, there's been a lot of, um, I don't know what the right word is, but disappointment maybe with Isaiah McKenzie's season. You know, I think a mm -hmm. lot of people, you know, saw those two games that he had one in 20. And then last year when he came in and started and we're kind of expecting like that more, you know, this season, what's been the struggles for him to maybe find any consistency or maybe some of those big splashy performances? I mean, I, I think what, what, you know, people, I think would help people understand is like, you know, just the, the course of the season, you know, things are ebb and flow, you know, and, and guys have big games uh, at times and then, you know, another guy's going to have a big game here. Isaiah has been doing everything that we ask him to do. Isaiah works his tail off. Isaiah runs, you know, a hundred percent on every single route. Um, you know, whether it's clearing it out for his, his buddy, whether it's, you know, he's the primary route and, and just, 
that's the way things go at times where, you know, he, at times he might be the primary guy, but they take it away and we work through the progression. You know, we just, we don't want to, we don't want to force anything to anybody. Uh, we want to make sure our quarterbacks are, are trusting their eyes, trusting what they see, trusting their progression and, and guys in the offense trust that things will come to them uh, at the more that we continue to do that. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so I think Isaiah has done a, you know, everything that we've asked of him. Um, and, and has done it, you know, without question, a, a thousand miles an hour and, and, uh, and to the best of his ability. And, and I'm really, I, I love, love him and love everything he's done for us. Um, you know, and, and we'll just continue to, to, you know, have him as a, as a weapon for us and he'll continue to have those opportunities. And at the end of the day, we're, we're just going to be dictated off of, you know, us trusting our reads and, and trying to put guys in the right spots and things that they do well to make plays. Uh, great insight on that, Ken. And I don't want to monopolize too much time, but I did have no one worries. more. Mm -hmm. On Josh, um, you know, Sean alluded to it earlier today. Like I, there's this kind of expectation of him to be like this Superman all the time. And when you go through a quarter or two where, you know, it it doesn't look the same as as it's looked at the highest moments, and maybe there's some inaccurate throws, there's a little bit of an overreaction. From your perspective, what was he dealing with in the first half? Especially like there was a string, I think, of, four or five incompletions where you know, he's just missing guys. How much of that is to do with the elbow? Maybe the, if there's anything he's wearing underneath that sleeve or, you know, from your perspective, what, what kind of led into that? I think two things mainly one, number one, the NFL's hard, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, these defenses are getting better and faster and, you know, uh, um, they're, they're, they're good on the other side of the ball. So those things are going to happen, you know, in the course of a game, in the course of a season. Um, it's just natural in the, NFL, in the NFL. Now, do we want to limit that as much as possible? Heck yeah. You know, we want to, we want to learn from mistakes and, and make sure that we don't repeat them. So I think that's, that's the number one thing. And then the number two thing is, is, you know, um, it, offensive football is, is 11 guys, you know, operating uh, together, um, you know, to achieve one goal. And that's the success of that play, you know? So, um, all it takes is, is one, you know, one mistake. All it takes is, is one thing and, and that can affect a, an entire play. Um, so I think there's, there's a combination of those things. And then, and then too, it's, you know, it's, it's human nature. Uh, there, there's not a quarterback out there who's going to be perfect. You know, you're going to miss throws. You're going to, uh, you're, those things will happen. You know, we're going to look, we're going to look at it from a technique standpoint to a decision-making standpoint to an execution standpoint uh, uh, watch it, learn from it and, and try to correct those things as, as much as possible. So, uh, I think that's the biggest thing with Josh is, is look, just understanding at the end of the day, um, this, this league, it's nothing's going to be given to you. Nothing's going to be, you know, uh, relatively easy per se, you know, it's like, you've got to go out and you got to earn every, every inch that you get on, on a play. So, um, you know, that's, that's just the nature of, of ball. That's the nature of the NFL of where it's at right now. Thanks so much, Ken. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, too. Hey, Ken, did you see – I know you're in the booth up top for games, but did you see the interaction between Sean and Steph, you know, before halftime where, where Sean – it was a good interaction where Sean was, was kind of consoling Steph who seemed a little frustrated. Did you mm -hmm. see that at all? I did not, to be honest with you. Okay. Well, yeah. just to, to follow up – it was a kind of a moment of leadership between Sean and Steph, but you know, for Steph, when he's, 
you maybe I don't know expecting to see more from the offense, but also has that leadership part of them. How much does that just help having Steph on the field in those moments where the the offense might not be in rhythm, but he's able to to kind of take a step back, uh, you know, and, and help the offense in other ways. Yeah, I think I mean the the big thing with Steph, where I think from when he first got here to now, is just the the leadership from a, a vocal standpoint has really been, um, has really grown, you know, as, as somebody who gets guys going, um, and, and is a, is a motivator is a, a, you know, truly like a spark for us and truly like kind of the, the fire that, that, you know, the offense kind of burns around, you know, I mean, he's just that type of personality, that type of guy. And he's, you know, as competitive as, as anybody out there, you know, so it's, I think, uh, um, those things are, are things that as an offense you feed off of. Um, and, and the reason why that, uh, you know, we were able to kind of, Hey, we started off slow, but turn things around because we've got guys like him, guys that are, you know, uh, extremely competitive, extremely prideful. Um, and at the same time, they don't, they don't blink when things aren't perfect, you know, and, and, uh, they just keep pounding, they keep chipping away and they keep battling. And, and if you do that, uh, you're always going to give yourself a chance. And again, it might not be perfect as things continue to go, but you're always going to give yourself a chance if you keep battling, you keep chipping away, and you keep fighting. And I think Steph embodies that uh, in our offense. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Hey, Ken. Um, you touched on some already, just how last week was kind of chaotic from a game plan mm-hmm. prepping standpoint with you know all the different scheduling and stuff. I was wondering... When Josh was limited last week and he was coming off of the week before not getting to practice so much, does that have a a bigger effect when also like the team can't practice together, you know, fully on Wednesday or Friday? Like, did that play, was that harder to navigate when it was multiple things going on at once? Um, I, I think at the end of the day, it's, it's a management type thing. You know, it's a, it's a, you've got to ask yourself one question. Do you feel like, do you feel comfortable calling something that guys maybe didn't get a rep at, or you can just kind of get a walkthrough rep or something like that, you know, on on the day we're back together before we left, you know? So um, there were some things in that uh, there that, Hey, we felt good about, but we didn't get the rep on, or we didn't get a look at it. We're like, okay, well, we've got other stuff. Let's run the other stuff, you know? So I think that's that's really kind of the the question you ask yourself when you kind of get into those kind of of crazy type weeks of, hey, do I feel comfortable, you know, running this play, whether it's hey Josh didn't get a rep at it or us as an offense didn't get a rep at it as much as I like it, it might not be the best interest of the offense. When you have a double whammy like that, in that case Mm -hmm. last week, the weather and Josh's arm and then this week, I don't know exactly where he's at, but it's a short week. What -hmm. can you take from last week? to inform this week of, Hey, we might not get all these reps, but here's how we'll proceed accordingly. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, it's, it's again, having a feel for your guys and making sure, Hey, you know, are we comfortable with this concept or are we comfortable with this scheme, you know, and, and is it something that, uh, um, you know, our guys feel, feel really good about and can go out and operate, even if you don't get a, a rep ad in practice or, or even a potentially a walkthrough, you know, those are questions you just got to ask yourself before calling, you know, a play on or, or having a play on your play sheet that you might actually call, you know, I don't want any plays on my play sheet that are like, eh, you know, I don't think this one's going to work, you know? So um, you want things on there that as a, as a play caller, you feel extremely comfortable about no matter what you call, 
you know, your guys are going to go out and execute it. And I think that's, that's the most important thing when you're, when you're putting a plan together. Um, and that's something that I've felt all year of, you know, uh, uh, I trust those guys out there, those 11 guys out there. I trust them implicitly that no matter what I call, you know, they're, they're going to make it right either with a, with a route winning one-on-one, whether it's the execution by the receivers up front by the line, quarterback making good decision, you know, all those different things, you know? So if there's any doubt of that, then we just take that play out. Even with that very deep trust, what has it just been like personally this last stretch for you of, you know, you have the week where Josh isn't able to practice some days at all. And then you have last week, like that's just kind of a lot at once. Mm -hmm. Um, How has it, how has it been? (laughs) It's been good. I mean, it's, uh, it's funny because, you know, you go through these things and you resort back to some of your, your experiences in the past, we kind of were, were in a similar situation a little bit in Carolina where we had to manage, you know, uh, uh, some, some issues there at, uh, with, you know, arm, arm issues and stuff like that in the past. So, um, you know, that there, there are those experiences, but then there's also, you know, things that you're just learning on the fly and you, you know, you, all you can do is just sit down and, and talk as a group and, and figure out what you feel like is the best way uh, to move forward. Don't look back. And, and that's the way you go. If everybody's on the same page and there's a consensus, you know, and, and I think that's, that's the biggest thing. It's a, it's a team sport and we're, we're the Buffalo bills. We're, you know, not the Buffalo individuals, you know, so it's uh, uh, everything's going to be, you know, a, a communication, a collaborative kind of, Hey, let's make sure we're, we're going in a direction that we feel comfortable with. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 